Welcome to Business Magic with Maggie Gila, making your business feel and work like magic for you and those you want to impact. Turns out you don't need a wand, you need a strategy. Hey, hey, Maggie here, and welcome back to another episode of Business Magic with Maggie Gila. I'm your host. I'm an award-winning business and marketing strategist, and I can't wait to dive into today's episode where we will be talking about money. Yes, I want to help you pay yourself more money so you can do fun things, important things, big things, crucial things, whatever you want to spend that on. But I want to, and this is my mission with my business, to help you pay yourself more how does that sound? It's not just about how much revenue your business is making. It's how much profit it's making and how much of that profit is your take-home pay and salary. So today I'm going through a couple of things and of very common ways I have found a lot of my clients, and yes, including me too, um, are leaving money on the table. Let's dive in. So I'm going to walk you through a couple of ways where a lot of people, especially service-based online-based entrepreneurs, are leaving money on the table. None of these require really big shifts. It's more of like small things you can tweak, or it's a different way of planning and thinking about your business. So I also, if one way doesn't work for you, that's totally fine. I'm not saying you have to do all these things, but I'd like you to at least consider them and then start applying them. If you do apply them, please send me a message so I can cheer you on on Instagram at Maggie Gila. Number one, the number one way I see entrepreneurs leaving money on the table is that they don't ask for the sale. So a lot of people tend to go, oh, I have to get more visible, I have to get more consistent, so I'm going to go post on Instagram, I'm going to go make a blog post, you might even like do try and pitch a podcast or write a guest blog post, you're probably posting on um, Facebook and things like that, but you're all giving value, 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 right? I'm sure you've heard of that, oh, go and give value so people see, you know, you're helpful and what you do, but then you don't ask for the sale, you don't say, hey, I can help you. Hey, here's how to book a call. Hey, let's see how we can work together. I'm not even talking about free consultations like, oh, I'll help you for free and you'll see how valuable I am and then you maybe will pay me. No, I'm like saying literally a lot more of us need to be saying, here's how you can pay me. Yes, I can do that for you. Let me send you a quote. Yes, I can do that for you. Let's have a call to figure out what's the best next step for us working together. So you pay me right? So, um, and it could be simple things like adding the next step. If that's a call with you or buying your course or whatever the next step is, add that to the bottom of your newsletter, add that to your PS in your newsletter, add it on your Instagram where you're posting on Instagram stories or in the feed, make sure every couple of posts you have a a call to action of saying, here's how to take the next step together. And in your email signature, also super, super easy tweak, adding that next step, here's how we can work together or book a call into your email signature. Number two, this is one of my favorite things to do and it it completely shifted how I thought about my, my business and how I approached my marketing when I started linking my visibility and marketing to an offer. So there's a couple ways to do this. And again, you have to find the way that's going to work for you and for your style and personality. Now, 
Like I said just now, with the first point, a lot of people just go, oh, I need to be more visible. Then they start throwing out generic things. Um, I know when I was like planning even this podcast or um, when I was trying to blog, I would get so caught up in what do I talk about? Because when I think about what I do, which is business and marketing strategy, there are like a million topics I could talk about from sales to money to mindset to marketing, visibility, personal branding, working with clients, you know, repackaging knowledge into digital offers and products, all those things. So what I do now, and that's basically um, down to my micro launch method anyway, is I look at my marketing, like mini marketing campaigns. So it could be like a week, 10 days, two weeks. Um, I don't really do anything longer, honestly, than like 10 days, to be very honest, unless it's part of a launch. And this is, yes, this is for my services. So for example, I would think, okay, for the next 10 days, I'm only talking about my VIP intensives. So I'll be talking about my you know, past clients. I'll be talking about what happens. I'll be talking about who my intensives are for. I'll be talking about what we get done because we get a hell of a lot done in intensives. It's a one-day thing. Um, and I've had clients, um, and this is fairly regular in, for my intensives, that two months later, they were booked for, they had a 20K month, right? Or like within three weeks, one of my clients was booked with high-end clients for the next six months, right? So we do a lot of like business models, we do pricing, we do visibility, we do revenue forecasting. So really looking at like going deep into the business model and shifting things. And you might not know that, that I do this, even if you follow me online, because you'd have to go into my website and my services and like actually read that and then actually remember that, right? So if I go, oh, hey, I have like two spots for next month that I'd like to fill with these intensives, I'm going to do like a 10-day mini marketing campaign just focusing on selling these intensives. So my all my content for that time will be focused with the goal of getting people to, to, to talk to me and eventually buy that offer. And you can do the same thing for like a strategy call, for like a done for you service, for a course, whatever. Um, but it can work really nicely with um, services as well. And it's really a way of aligning and getting more momentum out of your marketing and visibility efforts. Like the worst thing I see, it just frustrates, this frustrates me to no end, um, is people spending hours a day on Instagram, like they are spending hours a week creating content for their Instagram or, you know, air quotes, giving value in Facebook groups. And when we talk together, I'm like, cool. So how many clients, how much revenue have you brought in through, you know, Facebook or through Instagram? And it's in the last three months. And the answer is always, almost always, well, I don't know, probably not much, right? So it's really looking at what is the ROI, the return on investment of your time. All right. So if you're putting time into Instagram, into Facebook, into whatever medium, let's make sure it's making you money. Yes. Cool. Number three, examples of how to work with you. So think like mini case studies, and that doesn't have to be like a blog post. It could literally be like three sentences. Here's where where the client was. Here's something about what we did. Here's where they are after. This is really, really important because one of the reasons I found that people aren't buying a product or a service, let's say, it's really about services here. One of the reasons they're not buying a service is they don't understand what the transformation for them can be. Like, cool, that all sounds good, but what do I actually get out of it? How will this actually impact me and what I do? So by showing, hey, here's what I, like I just said, hey, one of my clients 
you know, we made changes. One, she was at a 20K a month, like two months later. And two, she was able to reach her goal, which was taking one full week off every single month because we made shifts in her business model, in her calendar, and in her client processes to be able to work towards that goal, right? If I say that, then anyone else who goes, oh my gosh, I want to really increase my revenue to let's say 20K a month, or, oh, wow, that one full week off a month where you're basically not working for nine days because you're including two weekends, that sounds dreamy, that's the goal. Oh, but Maggie's helped a client do that. Maybe Maggie can help me do that too. Do you see what I did there? And you can do the same thing. You can, by sharing work that you've done, by sharing transformations and results of past clients, you can allow people to self-select. So one of my favorite, very simple tricks or tips with this to make it a more natural habit for you beyond these case studies, again, like mini, mini case studies, like literally three, four sentences, you're done. Um, So one of my favorite tips is to share right after a client session or conversation. So I, I protect my client's privacy. I only share sometimes their wins with their permission. And these are more general things. So I would say, oh, a recent client or, oh, a while back, I, I talked to one of my clients and here's what came up. So I keep it quite general, quite anonymous. So you can't tell who it was for privacy reasons. But I talk about like a takeaway that they had or a small win that they worked on. So for example, let's say I use this podcast episode, I would say, oh, one of the things that has come up for a recent client with me is that we, um, she was spending so much time, hours a week, posting on Facebook groups, but that wasn't converting into revenue for her. So we reworked her marketing visibility plan so she could, you know, it would take her less time and she started getting more clients, right? It's a very basic example. But again, I show that. And that shows anyone watching that this is how Maggie can help me. This is a potential transformation or potential result due to working with Maggie. Number four, I feel like no one does this. Please do it. Retaining past clients. There's three things you can do here. Number one, once a client finishes with you, what is their next step? What is an offer that could help them? after the thing that you did for them, right? Go think about that. Two, following up with past clients. Like rule of thumb, once a quarter, just send an email to your past clients, say to check in, ask how they're they're doing and ask if there's anything else you can do for them. Maybe give an example, maybe do some research of something that you know they are working on. So you can say, oh, hey, I see that you're working on this upcoming retreat. Um, I'm a copy, you know, I'm a copywriter. So here's how I can help you make that experience even more magical for your attendees, right? Like be smart about this. Not just please pay me again. (laughs) And number three, asking for referrals. Again, you can do that in the same email if you want to. So two stones, no, two birds, one stone, (laughs) not two stones, one bird. (laughs) And ask, like, do you know anyone else who would be interested or who needs what I do? This is like a whole other podcast episode, but there's ways you can really encourage talking about referrals. If you search for Jordan Gill in this podcast, we had an episode about um, building up referrals as well. And number five, probably my favorite, stacking your micro launches. So um, go to maggiegill.com slash workshop where you can get my workshop on my microlaunch method for free. Um, and this is how I believe people get themselves into this feast and famine cycle. It's like one month you're great and you've done all this work and you have all these clients or you sold all this, these courses or whatever. So you're doing the work. 
and suddenly the work finishes and you're like, oh crap, I have zero pipeline, zero inquiries, and zero income for next month. That's not okay. And you need to move your business model and your marketing away from that. One way of doing that is by stacking micro launches. So every time I plan my micro launch calendar, and I really, I do this maybe like six to eight weeks ahead. I really, and with not too much detail and with like things will shift. This is like the rough way of how I'm stacking things. But there's always another offer. And if you're doing like a micro launch, even if it's 10 days focusing on like selling your intensives, sometimes that offer just isn't the right fit for the people who are watching. It's, I don't know, too expensive. They don't have the time. They don't want a one-on-one or a group or whatever. They actually want something else, but they are watching, right? So a lot of the time, it's just about that one offer, not about you personally. And I've seen this so many times. There's people who have only ever bought my live events. There's people who will only ever buy one-on-one with me. And then there's people who've like literally said to me, Maggie, I love working in groups. I am literally waiting for you to put out a group program. And then they bought that as well, right? So once you finish a launch, like it, again, it could be a micro launch. It could be that 10-day mini marketing campaign I mentioned for one offer. What's next? Because there are people who will have seen it. There are people who are watching you do it. They just haven't bought that one offer you were promoting for like pick one of the multitude of reasons it could be, right? What else? What's next, right? So don't just put out one launch, one offer, but then really look at what's the next thing you can buy from me after that, right? So I went from, for example, I did the launch of the CEO quest, which was my 21 day email sequence, which you can get and buy um, to uplevel your mindset, marketing, and sales at maggiegill.com slash CEO dash quest. After that, I went straight into talking about micro launching. I did a micro launch of a one-on-one service on, on micro launching, very meta. And that led to stacking it with my micro launch method course. And I stacked that with my mastermind, right? It was just you're constantly shifting to the next sales focus. It's really not that complicated, but you have to th- start thinking ahead so you can build up and continue to build up on your momentum. I am super excited to hear how this helps you. So just to quickly summarize, number one, ask for the sale. Number two, link your marketing to an offer. Number three, share examples of how to work with you. Number four, focus on retaining clients. And number five, stack your micro launches. So go to work, get this done, then send me an email or a message on how you've applied this and how much money you've been able to make because of this. Because the mission and the goal is that you pay yourself more. All the love, Maggie. And taking my own advice here, if you'd like to have a conversation, no strings attached to how we can work together and how I can help you amplify your marketing and help you pay yourself more, go to maggiegill.com slash call. Hey, hey, thank you for listening. If you've enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe so you never miss new episodes. And if you have a business bestie who needs to hear this message, go share this with them. See you in the next one. Love and magic, Maggie.